Welcome to Intentionally Mouthy, a lifestyle podcast on sass, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, hosted by Annie Paul Murphy. Annie is a naturalized U.S. citizen, originally from Colombia, on a mission to show the world the Hispanic conservative millennial point of view. Join the sassy and sometimes politically incorrect Latina as she explores unconventional ideas and introduces you to new and neat happenings all over. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to this raw edition of Intentionally Mouthy, which is the first for this show. These raw episodes will be more unfiltered and unscripted chats about current goings-on in society. This will be the first episode of many where I talk about one or two related current events and news. It's my goal to have my show be part of the current conversation so that one, I have another outlet to express my thoughts that is in the microcosm of Twitter, and two, you have my fresh take available so you can prepare for your next dinner party with all your liberal friends. While I aim to offer these raw takes more often, don't lose patience as I work on a doable frequency. I am genuinely fascinated by many things, including the left's take on events, of course, almost daily, so I'd love to do one of these honestly every day. And maybe someday I will, but for now, just know that these raw episodes may not be daily quite yet. Today's raw edition of Intentionally Mouthy (laughs) is about Taylor Swift and how she now cannot get enough of displaying her stupidity and downright delusion in Trump derangement syndrome. I included Refinery29 in the title because it also recently published a post on Tay-Tay's appearance on Vogue magazine. So on this episode, I'll address Taylor's statements on Vogue and Refinery29's also delusional take on its piece titled Taylor Swift's Vogue cover looks like the Uncle Sam poster. First of all, no, she doesn't. She is merely pointing at the camera while wearing thousands of dollars worth of clothes and jewelry. So right then, the author shows how crazy she's being. Also, I've included links and pictures on the show notes. So feel free to go to the website and then you can see what I'm talking about. And then also before I go on, I know that Refinery29 is highly biased, which is something I wasn't aware of until recently in light of its more significant posts about decor and food that I used to follow. Anyway, let's begin with with that Refinery29 post. It begins with, quote, The political climate in this country is fraught. Suddenly, everything's political in a way that it never was before. Yes, that's because you all made it that way. Nothing had innuendos or hidden meanings before. Now, thanks to you, the biased media and pieces like yours, everything seems to be highly political. It's pathetic. Then the post gets into Tay-Tay's Vogue cover. Quote, Swift's cover may be more political than you would expect. The cover image features Swift wearing a Louis Vuitton jumpsuit in a post not unlike the famous Uncle Sam I Want You propaganda poster. Sort of fitting when you recall that last October Swift finally broke her silence on political issues with a viral Instagram post and caused a massive spike in voter registration. Okay, two things here. Number one, correlation isn't the same as causation. So Trump got elected. You can't imply that that led to a rise in hate crimes. Perhaps they get more news coverage now, don't you think? And also, what makes you say her post actually caused a spike in voter registrations? Vote.org shows such a spike within the next 24 hours after her post, but you 
can you actually say that she caused that increase? Did she take everybody to those polls, polls and actually, you know, have them sign up right then? No. And number two, no, she doesn't look like Uncle Sam. Again, she's merely pointing at the camera. Get over yourself. The post continues, quote, In fact, Swift's cover makes us think of something else. Jennifer Lawrence's September issue two years ago. Many perceived it as an attack on Trump because Lawrence was posing as Lady Liberty. For the record, Lady Liberty is very much pro-immigration, which is in direct opposition of Trump's xenophobic immigration policies like the Muslim ban and his campaign to build a wall on the U.S.-Mexico border. Okay, it's funny that this piece at first said, uh, you know, that everything now has like hidden meanings and whatever. Everything is now political when the media is responsible for making everything political. And then later, it goes on to mention that Jennifer Lawrence's Lady Liberty cover, whatever, that many perceive that as an attack on Trump. When it probably wasn't. Like people just need to get over themselves. And think that everything is about them. Or somebody else. Sometimes people just do stuff for the heck of it. With no hidden meanings or agenda. Or ulterior motives. And they need to see that. Maybe Lady Liberty. If it was an attack on Trump. Whatever. I doubt it. He even noticed. And if it wasn't. Whatever. I doubt he even noticed anyway. So you know. You can't say that everything is political and then later assign meaning to something that probably wasn't political. And seriously, this was very notorious because I am sick and tired of the lies of the left. And I couldn't believe that this stupid ass post, I'm sorry, went as far as make those allegations about Trump and immigration. I was like, oh, my God, again with the lies. You deceitful piece of crap. Why anyone bothers giving this Refinery29 even one second of their time is beyond me. I mean, I only decided to do so so that I could debunk it, which means I can't complain. But I feel sorry for how narrow-minded and deceitful it is. You are part of all the cancers harming our society. And if it weren't for your lies, we would be in a better place. Hey, where was I? Sorry. Um, okay. No, Trump is not against immigration. He's not a xenophobe, which is such a dumb word, to be honest. Let me repeat that. He is not anti-immigration, but he is very much anti-illegal immigration and also anti-immigrants who only want to be a burden on society. Guess what? Newsflash. Legal immigrants are anti-illegal immigrants. Yeah. I know what, like, what? That's crazy. No, it's not. It makes perfect sense. They're also against immigrants, legal or otherwise, who want to just be a burden on society because we cannot afford that crap. Okay? We got ourselves to take care of. We got our own communities to take care of. And we can't do that if we're worried about people who aren't even from here just violating our borders. That's insane. That's stupid. And if you had an even ounce of respect for this country and those who get here legally to only assimilate and become constructive, productive members of society, you'd understand the importance of this instead of going around inventing lies to suit your narrative. 
His so-called Muslim ban was a mere limit on those coming from certain countries, be those people Christian, Muslim, etc. And the wall he wants to build is so it's easier for America to remain a sovereign nation, one with protected borders, much like every other freaking country that values its legal residents and citizens' freedoms. America first, okay? Or if you are in Colombia, Colombia first. If you are in Germany, Germany first. It's about respecting your country. Oh my goodness. Finally, thank God, this loser piece of crap article ends in part with, quote, Symbolism aside, not everyone was happy about Swift's cover. No kidding. One user pointed out the disconnect between Swift's socially conscious rhetoric and her expensive wares, saying, quote, Apparently, cognitive dissonance does not exist in the world Vogue magazine inhabits. Rights are being stripped from basically everyone who isn't a straight, white, cisgender male, Swift says, atop a line explaining what she's wearing. Celine, quote, Dior shoes. Then the author ends with, Sure, her cover may be lacking in imagination, but it is a call to action nonetheless. And no, uh uh, it's not a call to action. Or at least not the kind you wish it to be, Refinery29. It's simply a woman posing in semi-pretty clothes, in one case, rather suggestively. Okay, actually, I thought about this better. With her come-hither eyes in that one picture, that is more likely a call to action. But for more intimate, unmentionable acts, hmm. As I said before, I've linked to this piece in the show notes. There, I've also included the pictures from the article where she is modeling while wearing thousands of dollars worth of clothes and jewelry, which is funny for someone who claims to be so woke and all about giving other people things at the expense of those who do work hard for them. Now let's move on to the actual Vogue piece. Woo! It's titled Taylor Swift on Sexism, Scrutiny, and Standing Up for Herself. I am not gonna go over the whole thing don't worry by the way but i will summarize key parts from it anyway let's get to it this bit is a few paragraphs down quote my first indication of what her new album lover would be about came just after midnight on june 1st the beginning of pride month when swift introduced a petition in support of the federal equality act this legislation would amend the civil rights act to outlaw discrimination based on gender identity and sexual orientation It has passed the House, but prospects in Mitch McConnell's Senate are unclear. Swift also posted a letter to Senator Lamar Alexander, Republican of Tennessee, asking him to vote yes. I personally reject the president's stance, Swift wrote. It continues later on. The You Need to Calm Down video's final frame sends viewers to Swift's Change.org petition in support of that Equality Act, which has acquired more than 400,000 signatures, including those of Cory Booker, Elizabeth Warren, Beto O'Rourke, and Kirsten Gillibrand, or four times the number required to elicit an official response from the White House. End quote. After that, the author, who seemed to have ignored the fact that those woke politicians aren't worth a second of the White House's time, explains that Taylor felt bad for not ever having it made abundantly, explicitly, super, hyper, mega clear that she supports the LGBTQ plus 59 or whatever community, despite her having added little hints to her songs all this time since 2011. By the way, how convenient that Tay-Tay had launched this petition just before releasing the video. I mean, how calculated was that? (sighs) Anyway, 
The author goes on. Swift, who has been criticized for keeping her politics to herself, first took an explicit stance a month before the 2018 midterms. On Instagram, she endorsed Democrats for the Tennessee legislature and called out the Republican running for Senate, Marsha Blackburn. She believes businesses have a right to refuse service to gay couples, Swift wrote. She also believes they should not have the right to marry. These are not my Tennessee values. Honestly, though, why should my civil rights be violated for the sake of the few? Granted, I'm not in Tennessee, but it still applies. Why should my civil rights be violated for the sake of the few, huh, Tay-Tay? Listen, I'm not a baker, but I am a woodworker, and I'm also, like, in digital marketing. If a gay person asks me to burn them something for their wedding or, I don't know, make them a website for the wedding or whatever, I may, depending on the subject matter, of course, meaning, for example, like, no body parts, but that goes for every client. Anyway, why should a baker's civil and First Amendment rights be violated only so that some desperate gay person who was too lazy to seek another business, but not at all lazy to cause such a worthless commotion over something like that, get their precious cake or product? Please explain, Tay-Tay. The piece continues. I ask her, why get louder about LGBTQ rights now? Rights are being stripped from basically everyone who isn't a straight, white, cisgender male, she says. Boo-hoo. Blah, blah, blah. No. Mm -mm. Just no. Here is Tay-Tay, just like Refinery29, displaying her not just Trump derangement syndrome, but something worse. It's like, <laughs> it's like woke syndrome. Seriously, she's at the point where she's merely spouting off the lies that have been told to her with the hope that others will consider her so woke and genu genuinely concerned for the LGBT plus 200 or whatever community. Remember, this is the person that wrote that change.org petition before releasing her video such a calculated move really she's genuinely concerned now now here's why i say that i annie am a hispanic millennial woman who was who, who has by no means had any rights stripped from her i lead a magnificent life i can do what i want i'm married to the man of my dreams i live in an awesome country where i'm so 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 very free to lead such a life where I can say and do practically anything and everything without repercussions. And I come from a country where people aren't free to say or do as much, honestly. People here have it really good, and I don't believe those who are too busy alleging otherwise, because they instead prefer to preoccupy themselves with fake, woke causes that really only benefit how good people have it here. It's almost like this comes from people who have no idea what living in another country is, right? It's like they're so busy making us like other countries when they don't realize that other countries don't have it as good as the U.S. does. And it's pathetic. I mean, people come from other countries to escape them, right? Not to turn those countries, at least not the United States. It's another story about Europe. Not to turn the, origin the, the, the new countries into the original countries. So... These woke politicians need to cut it. Actually, no, they hope, let's hope they don't cut it because honestly, it would be awesome to have Trump beat them again for being so deranged, essentially. <sighs> so that was a stupid and deceitful statement on her part, but because she's Tay Tay, it'll get regarded as a fact, and the poisonous ongoing rhetoric will continue feeding off crap like that. Another noteworthy part of the piece has to do with what's inspired Taylor's songs, 
and the author somehow misses the irony of it all. Now stay with me. Quote, I have to wonder if having her songwriting overlooked as her hits were picked apart and scrutinized wasn't the biggest bummer of it all. Swift, I wanted to say to people, you realize writing songs is an art and a craft and not like an easy thing to do or to do well. People would act like it was a weapon that I was using, which it was like a cheap, dirty trick. Be careful, bro. She'll write a song about you. Don't stand near her. First of all, that's not how it works. Second of all, find me a time when they say that about a male artist. Be careful, girl. He loses experience with you to get, God forbid, inspiration to make art. Okay, so here she is lamenting the fact that her songs often get picked apart for hidden meanings, specifically of the romantic kind. Specifically, when it comes to the guy she currently happens or happened to have been dating at the moment. She gets around, you know. Anyway, here she essentially wonders why girls don't get told to be careful because a guy may write a song about her, but ignores the fact that guys have better things to do than get revenge on a girl through music. It happens, sure, but at least, for instance, saying country music, which I listen to almost daily, men's songs about women are there to basically worship their wives and girlfriends, not admonish some one-night stand or that one woman from years ago. Then later on, Taylor says that she realized she needed to restructure her life because it felt completely out of control. Quote, I knew immediately I needed to make music about people telling me to cancel myself because I knew it was the only way I could survive it. It was the only way I could preserve my mental health and also tell the story of what it's like to go through something so humiliating. This was after the whole Kanye and Kim Kardashian thing. And um, I honestly didn't care. It had to do with snakes or whatever. Um, I've linked to the piece in the on the website so that you can read more about it. Not worthwhile, though. <laughs> um, so, okay, so she lament the fact that she writes songs about men and gets called out for it. Wonder why in the world this happens to her, but yet later admits that songwriting is her therapy and she needs to write about situations and, by extension, people. Then the article brings up her upcoming album, Lovers. And the author writes, no quote, or, sorry, no joke, quote, Lover, lovers, whatever, to be released on August 23rd, will have a total of 18 songs. I was compiling ideas for a very long time, Swift says. When I started writing, I couldn't stop. We can assume the British actor Joe Alwyn, with whom Swift has been in a relationship for nearly three years, provided some of the inspiration. Give me a break. Again, which is it, seriously? Given that she gets inspiration from her trolls, current events, and other individuals, can people wonder whether her songs are about the many men she's been with or not? She can't have it both ways. If this new album name is supposedly partly inspired by her current flavor of the month, I mean, boyfriend, aren't people justified in assuming her songs are about her numerous previous men then? Some of her songs, at least. Either you write about people and you grow up and accept or stop complaining that listeners ultimately figure out who you wrote about, or you simply stop writing about people. But because you won't stop, they won't stop. So you need to woman up and perhaps either settle down or stop being with so many men that you can later criticize in songs. I don't know. Or take the high road. Just let him be. <sighs> okay, there you have it, everyone. And I think shorter, maybe, <laughs> more current episode of my show. And I look forward to continuing this trend of more current, shorter episodes later on to complement the longer episodes. Um... Yeah, let me know in the comments what you think about Trump derangement syndrome, who it's been affecting. Uh, it's it's very interesting because it seems to be affecting half the country and at least some of 
half the country are really going extremely nuts over, you know, the more sane side, the side with common sense. That's all. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks for listening to Intentionally Mouthy. If you like the show and want to know more or find the free resources we talked about, check out podcast.anniesaidso.com. If you love this episode, head over to iTunes or Google Podcasts to leave a positive review and subscribe for free. Did I mention free? Thank you.